Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey everyone, welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I am Dylan Hafer. I'm Dana Samuel. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Hey guys. Hey everyone, how is it going? It's Tuesday. It feels like it's Thursday, which is upsetting to me, but you know. This is my last f- day of the year. Oh my God. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, have... oh, oh. Nice. Little Miss Dana uh, saved up all those PTO days and she's just piecing the fuck out for the last half of December. I, I respect that. I respect respected. that fully. I have a full face of hives right now. So that's why I'm sitting what? in. Yeah, I don't know. It just like happens sometimes. My face is really hot. I feel fine. Maybe I just have a lot on my mind. I don't know. If anyone else randomly breaks out in hives, let me know. Do you, you don't know like what it's no. a reaction to or anything? No, not literally. It usually happens. Oh my gosh. Okay. Don't freak out when I say this, but it usually happens when I drink. But I'm not drinking right now. I know you guys are going to be don't like, freak out. Barry's yeah, gonna like, I'm not drinking. Where's the flask? Um, but I'm not like drinking at the moment. Well, that's good. Um, I've only ever <laughs> gotten hives I? twice in my life. Once as a child, once as an adult, and it was scary both times. Even though it really, <laughs> doesn't really mean anything, it just is like uh, unsettling. You can get them if your body's fighting off infection too. Oh, that's when it, I got could, them. Yeah. But can't you also? Can it be a stress thing? Like, can't you just get like stress hives? Pretty sure this that's is what now this is. a hives podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. This Welcome is, to our hives. And our first guest is a doctor who's going to tell us all about hives. Just kidding. We're <laughs> going to talk about the COVID vaccine, and none of us are doctors. But first, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift's surprise album. Again, COVID vaccine a little bit. We're going to talk about Shawn Mendes. Um, And Forbes' list of highest earning celebs of 2020 has some surprising inclusions. Lots to talk about. But before we get into today's show, can we talk about what's happening at Betches? Of course. As always, plugging the Bachelor Breakdown newsletter. If you're not already subscribed, go to Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. That goes out every week on Wednesdays and we recap all the new episodes and everything else you need to know about Bachelor Nation. And as long as you're paying attention, please go to shop.betches.com and check out all of our holiday items. There is Hanukkah right now, actually, but less than two weeks till Christmas. So there's still times to order and get your merch. We have things for everyone in your family, including yourself. So go to shop.betches.com and check out all of our fun stuff. I I just bought something for my sister on Shop Betches. I'm not going to say what it is. I, I don't think she's listening, but, you know, we'll see. Um, <laughs> so, Barry, I know you were very excited about this. Last yes. week, Miss Taylor Swift dropped her second surprise album of 2020, Evermore. It's the sister album to Folklore, which we got over the summer. Um what was your what was your initial reaction? Were you shocked by this as everyone else was? Yeah, to be honest, yeah, I was a little surprised, but at the same time, her response to it was the fact that she just physically couldn't stop writing songs. So that's so Taylor to just give us another gift as opposed to just like keeping them for another album like next year or something. Like she actually just gave us two albums. That doesn't happen. That's not it's the funny. norm. 
it's funny because you say that's so Taylor, but I feel like it's kind of the opposite of what she has done in the past. It's so like, Taylor to give us a gift on her birthday. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I just, Taylor Swift is, she, I mean, she admits this, but she's always been the kind of artist where it's very much like I do an era and then two years later, I like come back and do another era. Do and another it's one. very like, it's, she goes on tour and she does the album. It's very like regimented. And so I think it's cool. Like this year has obviously been so different in every way but to see her kind of adapting and she clearly was in this creative you know groove that she wasn't ready to be done with and I think it's cool that she kind of let herself do not her normal thing and just like put out the music she wanted to put out right and actually just as we were about to record she posted because she directs like her music videos now and everything and she Mm -hmm. she posted the storyboard that she does like they sketch out the entire thing before they do the music video so it's actually really cool and you guys should check that out but did you guys listen to the album not all of it okay i I did i did i will say so i i think i like folklore better than evermore Mm -hmm. the thing is taylor swift fans are intense they can be a lot and that's not a, that's not necessarily way? not a dig necessarily. No, but that's in not way? that's not necessarily a negative thing. It can skew negative sometimes. The thing is, I feel like to say that I liked folklore better than Evermore, people are acting like I am like this album is trash. I never want to really? think about it again. The thing is, folklore I thought was a great album. I thought it was you know probably in the top half of her albums. I will say Taylor Swift has set a high bar for herself. So to say it's not my favorite Taylor Swift album is not like, I think it's gutter trash that (laughs) should never be listened to again. So I think people can be like a little too like hypersensitive about their faves. Sometimes this is not only about Taylor Swift. I was just going to say that. I feel like that falls under other people. If Beyonce put out a new album tomorrow and I was like, it's not my favorite Beyonce album. That's not me saying it's a bad album. It's like you, some like lemonade is amazing like i don't like right well i mean they she just came out with two albums and i think they're both phenomenal i'm still gonna say that 1989 is one of my favorite albums like that i think that those albums that she had in the past are more like my vibe these are very chill i'm not gonna say the songs one of some of my i'll let you know my favorite songs on the album and that is tis the damn season no body no crime Featuring the Heim sisters is so good because uh-huh. it's not typical Taylor at all. And it is, yes, it is such a jam. Um, I loved Gold Rush and I also just love Willow because I feel like there's something that happens with anytime you hear the first song of anything. I, yeah, I like um, Nobody, No Crime. I'm a big fan of Haim. I, I saw them live in 2013, which is crazy oh. that that's like years and years ago but um I also like Gold Rush the thing is yeah it's a very specific vibe it's mostly kind of slower songs it's a very chill kind of acoustic sound it's I mean it's re- it is really similar to folklore in kind of the style and the vibe and I am somebody who like I love listening to like pop music and music with like a great beat and a fun kind of like I I have varying musical tastes, but it is a very specific thing where it's like, I am not always going to be in the mood to listen to this kind of music. Right. But I I think Taylor Swift would probably 
acknowledge that. I don't I think, think we like, should also what? just a fun little tidbit that Barry was reading that list off of a note that she had written for herself. <laughs> it's the album. I have a picture of her album. So I was going through because oh, okay. I didn't want to miss. I listed. OK, here's my reasoning. I'm glad you caught that because I didn't want to not list a song that I wasn't that I couldn't think of. So I wanted to make sure I right. list them all. God forbid. God yeah, forbid Taylor hear this episode and be unclear on what Barry's favorites were. But also, like, Taylor Swift, a lot of people have also said, like, has she won 2020 for music? Like, has she given us the most? But I do want to say it has been so swept under the rug that Backstreet Boys and Britney came out with the song and no one talked about it and right. ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Okay. First of all, I love the song. Matches. It's very fun. The, the whole thing with Britney, quote unquote, releasing new music right now, she's put out a few songs this year. They're not new songs. They're like unused bonus tracks from her last album, yes. which was in 2016. And I just have questions about who is deciding to do this, who is making money off of it and what the motives are. Because if it's Britney's dad, who we know Britney is doesn't want to be in control of her shit right now if he's saying oh like we want a little bit of a payday put out the backstreet boys collab that makes Drop me feel uncomfortable despite the fact that i listen to it and enjoy it it's it's just like i want to know if britney is on board with this like if she is involved in the decision like i i want that context so i can like feel really good about it you know yeah, I yeah. do have to say that someone from work actually in our chat like shared that. I didn't know that right away when it came out. And I reread it as I thought it was Britney and BTS came out the song. And I almost oh fell my off God. my chair because I was like, <laughs> I, lo I love BTS. And I was like, oh, my God. But it wasn't not that I'm sad, but like I need more music. Yes, B. <laughs> yeah, it was B BSB, but I need BTS. I yeah, Britney Spears unfortunately has not been in the studio and probably won't be anytime soon. So I'll take I'll take these little bonus tracks for now. <laughs> right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Should we talk about the COVID vaccine that, like, we're probably getting any day now? I guess. I mean, what more to go from Personally, Taylor Swift to a COVID vaccine? I, okay, 
I am trying to have zero expectations about when I am going to be able to receive this vaccine because the last thing I need for my mental state is to be like, January 15th, I'll have that vaccine and my life will be back to normal. And then it doesn't happen. So I'm like, you know, maybe February, maybe March, maybe June, who knows? There is a vaccine that people are getting now. And that's exciting. I share your um, your stance 100%, particularly regarding my long distance love, because oh. that's the last thing I need is to get like so excited and us talk about, oh, yeah, we can see each other on this day, by this right. month, next year or whenever. And then it's just more and more months of separation and, and uh, sadness. So yeah. you know, I'm just cruising day to day. Especially, I feel like Australia has had like some of the most intense restrictions. So it's like, even I if can't. you, even if like you get the vaccine, you don't know if like automatically you're going to be just like allowed to go or him come here. Like it's, there's they, a lot of exactly. questions. They, it's not just like also, he's like, in LA. We're one of the first or well, maybe not the first, but one of the countries that has their shit together. He's like going to work. He's taking the train to go to work whereas i'm like you want me to get on metro north for two hours <laughs> to get home right like with- I, i'm barely taking the subway <laughs> right so they've got it together they don't like people aren't required to wear masks anymore because there's like i follow a handful some YouTube- of cases it's insane i follow some australian youtubers and they're like yeah, like I'm just at the cafe, like having a nice little like, girls' afternoon. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I want to have a girls' afternoon. I wish you accent more. <laughs> Dylan does I, well, a I always, I tell Australian Dylan accent. to do it on the podcast, like for an entire episode, and he won't. So let's sign a petition for that. I strange. feel that after the vaccine and kicks in, I should say, the mask thing, I don't think will 100% go away. I think that me, including myself, depending where I'm going, like mm-hmm. I will still be wearing a mask, like because oh, for a little while after, just because I've talked about this before, like I'm a germaphobe in general. So like, I can't picture mm-hmm. myself sitting on a train going in surrounded by all these strangers anytime soon without a mask. I, I, I totally agree. I, the thing for me is that like, obviously there are some people who have big issues with wearing a mask for me most of the time I don't really mind it that much like if I'm going if I'm just like out and about if I'm walking in a store or something I'm not like oh my god why do I have to have this fucking thing on my face like it's fine there are certain times where like it can be uncomfortable or if it's like when it was hot outside like that wasn't super fun but like yeah, like if I'm sitting on the subway, it doesn't bother me to have a mask on my face. No, I just went to the post office before we recorded this and it's pretty windy outside, like a brick chill. <laughs> and my face was completely fine because I had you the mask covered. on. My eyes were watering like a motherfucker. <laughs> it really, but my, it really my does feel nice like burning. when it's cold and windy. It's like maybe this is this is kind of smart. <laughs> Right. So so let's talk about this Sandra Lindsay, who is the director of critical care nursing at LIJ. Um, She received the shot yesterday. She was the first person. And I don't know how you guys feel. I know clearly you want to get the vaccine, but how would you feel about being the first person? And it was like video. It was like on the news. Right. People are doing it on like they're getting it on live TV, which is 
I, I, I get it, but also it's like, I don't like, I don't know. Like, can you like someone from my college got it? And I think he was, he was filmed or at the very least photographed. And I was like, that's to be insane. honest in terms of being like, I get why people are like, I don't want to be like the first person to get the vaccine, whatever. But like, I know nothing about science. So like, I, don't really have a compelling reason why I wouldn't trust that it's been like approved and tested and stuff. I failed chemistry. We never, you heard us all trying it. to explain hives. Yeah. So we don't oh know God. anything about science. So like, I mean, I, at this point, it's like, I don't have access to the vaccine right now anyway. So it's not a decision I'm being forced to right. make, but like if all of the experts that have been involved in this are confident, then like, who the fuck am I to be like, mm, I don't think so. Sweetie. You'll see like, an don't... article on the news and Dylan Hafer, New Yorker, steps up to fight the scientists. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my but goodness. the thing is, that's what people are doing. They're like, actually, like, I read this really interesting article about, like, we don't know what's in the vaccine. And it's like, OK, but like, if someone told you what was in the vaccine, you wouldn't know what those words meant. I, I went you, to Bordy Barn. This? I used a porter potty at Bordy Barn. Like, I'm good. Wait, I was gonna, just going to say, have you seen those TikToks where people are like, if you've ever had a four loco, yeah. you don't have to worry about what's <laughs> um, in the vaccine. <laughs> Dylan, let me explain to you. Bordy Barn is a bar in the Hamptons that is only oh, okay. open on Sundays in the summer. And they're, do- they're it's on it's, Sundays. It is wild. And it's where I spent the most Lord's of my Day? college summers. And like, um, you have to take a party, but it's wild. Like, wow. it's it's like closed now, but it's memories or lack I mean, thereof. I, I went to college in New Orleans. I believe that I did many things in those four years riskier than taking the vaccine. And yeah. here I am. So I, my, my friend sent I me a Snapchat memory yesterday of something that we were drinking this God. point last year and it looked like swamp water so i'm like you know what Where, like, what leg do i have to stand on <laughs> if you've ever had like trash can punch or whatever like you are oh fine. my goodness <laughs> have any of you okay i know we're getting we're just going down college road right now no, but have great. any of you accidentally drank you know that one can of beer or the beer bottle that everyone puts their like finished smoking oh, and they put it like have any of you accidentally no. drank that i have, I have and it absolutely is not i have really never not. i, I have what never the drank fuck do i look water. like picking up a random a loose can that Hello. wasn't already mine Paul, that's what i'm saying there's stuff in college that like no 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 it's it's I, we can talk about it another time i did one time one time i was at a frat party and somebody made me a drink that was um Vodka. It was just a cup of vodka. <laughs> vodka in a glass. They gave me a drink. It was. They gave me a bottle of vodka. <laughs> this was actually. This was during Mardi Gras, and I think I had like cut my lip, and so my entire mouth was just like burning because I. Dylan, drank. this sounds fucking. It was sanitized awful. though. You know, I I. <laughs> Mardi Gras at Mardi Gras at Tulane is an experience, and I don't I don't ever want to do it again. But in the moment, it seemed like a good idea. So I came up with something by myself yesterday, and I thought wow. of that going forward. I don't know if we necessarily have to ask our bosses to do this, but I just think, even though we do this in the middle of the day, wow. that we should have a cocktail while recording this at podcast. Did you? Just <laughs> oh my god. It's more fun. It's it like loosens you up a bit. Okay. Not that we're nervous at all, but like okay, so my will... tolerance is non-existent from quarantine. Oh. So you want me to be blasted for the second oh, time of my day. 
got it. We can Some of us drink in, every day. <laughs> we can revisit this in 2021. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So, okay. So we're all clearly, I feel like we're all in a good place with the vaccine. Like we're, we're excited for it to be a thing, but we're not like, we're not like losing I'm our not minds. I'm like pushing, when it's elbowing people to Correct. get to the front right now. We're excited to start living our lives eventually how we were last year. I know like. Sammy Betch's co-founder Sammy has started booking vacations and I am like honestly I I applaud that for me like I could never it would make me too nervous I know people have too and I'm not I wouldn't be but flights are giving credit if you need to can't like they're switching their oh, whole like thing I don't want to have, have to potentially argue same. with an airline same. that's not my vibe I already had to do that in the spring like I don't want to do it again next year no <laughs> Um, uh, this date, I have arguing with a fl- uh, flight attendant with an airline to get my money ta- back. I have to take this afternoon off. I'm going to be on the phone with United. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip. No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Okay, so we're going to talk about Sean Mendez. And this is like, I feel like it's annoying because I think we've had this conversation before, perhaps not totally. on this podcast, but this conversation has been had. So we all know that 
for years now, there have been a lot of rumors and jokes and speculation about Sean Mendes's sexuality. And he's always been clear that he is not gay. And if he were gay, he would say it. And all of this personally, I think like Sean Mendes gay jokes are like super old. Like I, I haven't thought they're yeah. funny in a long time. Who cares? Whatever. It's like about to be 2021. But this week he went on Dax Shepard's podcast, which is like one of the most popular podcasts. And I listened to it one time and I'm like, oh, okay, but (laughs) whatever. (laughs) So uh, Sean went on Dax's podcast and he talked again about all of this speculation about his sexuality and was talking about how people have been calling him gay since he was 15, which like the same girl. Um, (laughs) I love when he posted that. (laughs) um, And he was talking about how he didn't grow up wrestling, but instead grew up getting his hair braided on New Year's Eve. Like all of this stuff about how these gay rumors like made him close off emotionally and like examine what, how he was acting and all of this stuff. Personally, I feel like I wish he would just stop talking about this because yes, me, even if it's not the intent, and I don't think Sean Mendez is like homophobic or any anything like that, but it's like even talking about like gay rumors makes it seem like there's it's like it would be a bad thing if it was true. Even if that's not actually how you feel, it just I'm like, why, why are we still talking about it? Like you already said, you're not gay. You have a girlfriend who we all are begrudgingly, you know, like listening to your song together. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I don't get why we're still talking about it basically. Also that I've been just reading that over and over the, I didn't grow up wrestling there. I know people who grew up wrestling who are now gay. So that's not like, you're not automatically growing up straight. That's how you only wrestle if you are gay. I only think of AC Slater when it comes to wrestling uniform. Oh, oh my but God. like, I get what you mean, Dylan. Like, stop talking. Like, he doesn't need to continuously talk about it. But unless he's like, was Dak Shepard asking him these questions? Did it come up? Like, he didn't, or did Sean Mendez like bring this up on the podcast again? I mean, I think Dak's asked about it. But I, to me, also, Dana, like what you were saying about the wrestling thing, that has less to do with sexuality and more to do with like gender norms kind of like it's some it's some like crazy thing for a boy to be braiding his hair versus wrestling like it's just I think to have two like heterosexual men talking about like gay rumors and like you know I I just think we've kind of moved past the need in 2020 for like conversation about like people thinking you're gay it's just like I don't like it's like I don't uh, if you're why are we talking gay, about it <laughs> you want to come out come out you want to not do it when you're ready if you're not gay cool like it, I just don't I don't get how people are still so so hung up on it I'm like what truly unless it's someone that you've like been let's say I was dating someone and then he came out and he's like oh I'm gay that's something that obviously impacts me very directly but to to, like talking about Shawn Mendes a celebrity do you know him personally does the things he he does affect you so personally that like we need to keep talking (laughs) about it and are this many people still like coming at him day to day that he needs to keep talking about it too 
I was just going to say, imagine being that person who has nothing else to do that day besides being like, I think Shawn Mendes is gay. No. Also, I'm not proud, but I watched Shawn Mendes's Netflix documentary that came out last month. <laughs> and like it or not, I do not think that he and Camila are in some like fake relationship because they are so fucking annoying together. Well, and- not only that, do you see their sexual like... um chemistry even when they're on yeah, stage like it's, it's like, there it's like even if you're crin- you're cringing at it but it's there like <laughs> like i i fully believe i'm pulling a face right now just thinking about it it honestly they, makes like, me sick i feel like when we first heard about their relationship i along with a lot of other people were kind of like side-eyeing like this feels like a pr stunt but it's been like two years they neither yeah. of them need pr that bad that they're like <laughs> trying no to, also like, people aren't uh, not that people aren't talking about them at all but not enough that if this was a pr stunt like it's failing <laughs> right okay so then speaking of like whatever gay stereotypes all of this last week netflix released their new movie the prom which dana i know you watched also yes so it's based on a broadway musical and in the show there's like these four kind of like thirsty has been ish Broadway actors who are going to this town in Indiana. There's a lesbian girl and the town is like canceling the prom because she's a lesbian and they don't want her to bring a date. It's a whole thing. We're not going to get like super into it, but one of the main characters is this Broadway actor, Barry, and he's like a flamboyant gay man. And in the Broadway show, he was played by a gay man, a gay man. And in the movie, they cast James Corden, who obviously, like, people love James Corden, whatever. Like, he's, I think he's a super talented guy. He's straight. And in the movie, he's doing this very, like, stereotypical, flamboyant gay man affectation. And I personally really wasn't a fan of it. And a lot of other people, you know, people have been writing articles. I've seen a lot of tweets and stuff that James Corden was kind of just, like, the wrong choice for this he was specific character just because he's he's james corden right and it's, it's like, not like there weren't other and and i've seen so many people spin try and spin this the other way like there's not it's not like there aren't other talented vocally gifted gay men of status mm-hmm. who could have played this part but then there are people are, are coming back like okay so then gay people can't play straight parts what about um oh my goodness i'm blanking on his name now um neil patrick harris from oh, how yeah. i met your mother and xyz like so to people me, are trying to open a whole can of worms yeah to me like the issue is not anyone's actual sexuality it's the if you're gonna play a character that is playing into these stereotypes it feels cringy that it's like a straight man putting on this kind of like costume of this identity whereas like I've seen people say like Titus Burgess would have been a good choice or like Nathan Lane like their kind of natural like thing that they're known for would have worked for this character and it wouldn't have been like a straight guy like we all know James Corden like what he's like normally and for him to be like I'm gayer than a box of wigs like whatever it just feels very like a bag of wigs It feels like a little little yikes to me. (laughs) I would have, I mean, that is Titus's, just using him as an example, Titus Burgess, that's his whole 
shtick in the unbreakable right. Kimmy Schmidt. He's he calls it like small town gay. And so like, <laughs> that's exactly what James Corden's character was, small town gay. And then he went to Broadway and then went on this whole adventure back to his small town or near his small town, rather, in the Midwest. I think Titus would have, I mean, chef's kiss. It would have been phenomenal. Well, the then you have to man can guess too. like why they chose, you know what I mean? Like this has right. happened. This isn't because the first he's... time this has happened though, where yeah. it's not necessarily his fault. Could he have turned down the role? Yes, but it's the the casting and it's the director. It's yeah. all that, like that, their decision. For sure. I mean, I, I also think like you could have, yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough because I do, I don't even think James Corden did a bad job necessarily I just think it's like yeah it shouldn't it should have been different in the first place whether it was him playing the character differently or which I mean Mm -hmm. to be honest I don't I just don't think he should have been cast but yeah it's tough because at a certain point it's like you know you're an actor you want the job whatever but it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's just I don't know it's disappointing because I saw the show on Broadway and it was like so perfect kind of in that way like there was nothing kind of like that seemed questionable about it and so to watch the movie it's like you have Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman and Andrew Rannells is like so so well cast in it like I actually thought for the most part they did a really good job of casting the show because they didn't use the Broadway cast they wanted to bring in bigger names but it's like that one piece that it's like oh I just don't it doesn't doesn't sit right with me but Whatever. I still really enjoyed the movie. I would recommend watching it. It's oh, it's yeah. very fun. I would it's I'll like, probably watch it again too. Well, I guess I'll perfect, watch it. Like, I, I saw Chris Fat Kyrie Bradshaw's story about it and I was like, okay, maybe I won't watch it because he was saying how like bad it was. No, I think I mean for some people, I've definitely seen some people be like, it's so over the top, whatever, but like that's kind of why it works. What it is, in okay. my opinion. Good point. Yeah. I um, watch it. <laughs> I yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan. I just you know, it's okay to ask to ask questions about things. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Barry, can you can you lead us into this yes, Forbes yes. highest so, earning celebs list? Forbes came out. It's the most wonderful time of the year for us peasants, isn't it? They came out with the top <laughs> 10 highest earning celebs of the year. And... We're going to play a little game because I know who's on the list. I'm at the bottom and Dana and Dylan haven't looked at it yet. So I'm going to list 10 celebrities, all of which are on this list of highest paid. And you guys are going to give me who you think is in the top five. Okay. Okay. Does this make sense? All right. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. Who's richest. Got it. Here we go. Kanye West, Kylie Jenner, The Rock, Roger Federer, Kim Kardashian West, Drake, Lionel Messi, Will Smith, Judge Judy, and Cristiano Ronaldo. So of those those who are who's in the top five. I love that. I was like stressing out and trying to remember the names as you said them, forgetting that I have them on a, on. We a, <laughs> this on isn't a memory right game. Yeah, I like, could see the I'm panic. Like, who is The Rock? <laughs> So um, any guesses of who the top five are? I uh, okay. So I know who I. I this is like a little bit, a little bit cheating because I are I know who number one is. I won't. That's Dana, fine. I don't know if Dana knows. So I. I have no. I haven't looked at the list Ooh. at all. And Dylan has only seen like the top. So I'm I, gonna guess the just. Be- <laughs> I feel like it's not Will Smith. I feel like Will Smith is not it. What did Will Smith do this year? Yeah, can we start? Let's start deleting people first. Process of elimination. Oh, you want to play process of elimination. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Cristiano. That's kind of cheating, but okay. No, it's not. Okay. So Will Will Smith, you're right. We will take him off. Oh, okay. You're like updating us. Okay. Okay. Cristiano Ronaldo. I know the thing I know about him besides like, hot soccer player he has the most instagram followers of anyone in the world mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't follow him so i don't know if he does like sponsored posts and stuff but I, if he did he would make a lot of money 
Okay, so oh. do we have any idea? You guys still have any of the top five? Anyone I want to keep. Top five? I want to keep. We're talking through it. Okay, Kylie. okay, okay. I want to keep Kylie in a top okay. five. Okay. Is that correct? You I are know. correct. Okay, Coming yeah, in Kylie at is number, number one. one. Okay, classic. That was the Next. one I knew. Okay, I think. I know <laughs> Judge Judy makes like a ton of money. A lot. I mean, you I have to be lot. kidding. You have to be kidding me that you think with these people that she's in the top five. Okay, so okay, I'm so giving you that one. No, I guess yeah, she's I not. The yeah, no, no. Barry, you're like, so bad at leading the because, game. Because, like, come on. <laughs> like, you think Judge Judy is in the top five? I don't um, think so. Barry's so bad at being okay, a game show. Okay, do we think, because like, spit it out already. Let's go. I Who's don't. Number two. Okay, I let's don't... do Kylie and Kim in the top Kylie. five. You are but wrong. I know. Wait, I think Kanye is in the top five, though, and I don't know you if Kim correct. and Kanye would both be in the top five. Kanye okay, so Kylie, comes in at number Kanye. two. So we're deleting Kim. Delete is Kim, Kim yep. like number six? Okay. Yeah. Um. So we have no The Rock, Roger. So do we like athletes or like or like pop culture people? You want me to give you a hint? No, don't. We're, oh, sorry. You've, you've given us so many answers. We're already. talking amongst ourselves. <laughs> um, okay. I feel like Drake. He gives he away like, a lot of money, so he, he must puts have out a lot. so much music. But I don't know if he's like. The thing is, I'm so bad at knowing these people's like side businesses, and that's where they. Make I know. The most money. I know. I don't think Roger Federer is in the top five, just because I I'm a tennis fan, and I feel like I would know. But also, like, he does so many endorsements. Is he know. in or out? That was John's he's, guess. He is number three, coming in at $106.3 <gasps> million. Because oh he's the best player in the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I forgot. Sick. Sorry, I forgot to tell you guys also. I was going to do it at the end, but it's just too exciting. Kylie Jenner at $590 million. <clears throat> Sorry, just threw up. And Kanye West at $170 million. So you have two more slots to go. Oh, my God. Okay, um, so. I would say. Dylan, I'm into tennis, and I think I would know. <laughs> I just feel like somebody would have told me if Roger Federer was making $100 million, but apparently not. What Raj would have told you. Your publicist um, sucks. Yes, <laughs> Fun okay, fact let's, let's Federer, just guess. Let's just go like rapid fire guess the last two. Okay. Okay, so Dana, you say Kylie... your guesses and then I'll say my guesses. Okay, I'm going to guess Cristiano and The Rock. I was going to guess Cristiano and Drake. You are tied for Cristiano at 105 and num at number five. The fifth richest person is Lionel Messi with 104. Oh, so those athletes God. are coming in hot, which I have, have to gone. say is correct. Like they all should be in so the I guess it makes sense cool. because like think about somebody like Cristiano Ronaldo. Like there's a reason he has more Instagram followers than all the Kardashians. Like obviously, like I feel like we're biased hmm. because I don't care about like soccer, but like everybody else in the world does you know i mean yeah soccer is huge yeah, it's a big sport <laughs> internationally <Literally. laughs> i don't i mean i don't care about the kardashians or soccer so that's why i guessed the rock. well i do Actually, for both I so let me tell you the rest of the list number okay. six is tyler perry um, number seven is neymar i'm not going to say the amount number eight is howard fine. stern 
Nine is LeBron James. Ten mm. is The Rock. Interesting. Oh. Is okay. Neymar like still playing? I I feel like I feel like I've heard the same soccer name since I was a kid, and I'm like I don't know how old any of these people are. Wait, guys, the second half. Mike says yes. Neymar is still playing. Good. To is know. it a, how long is the list? <laughs> just twenty. Just leave twenty. Some... I'm not. I'm not naming okay. a lot to hundred people. Number okay. eleven, Rush Limbo. Twelve, Ew. Ellen DeGeneres. Ew. Thirteen, Bill Simmons. Fourteen, mm. Elton John. Where's the sir? There's no sir there. Sir Number fifteen, James Patterson. Sixteen, Steph oh, Curry. The, book guy. the author. Yeah. Seventeen is Ariana Grande. 18, Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds. 19, Gordon Ramsay. 20, the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers. Collectively? But, okay. <laughs> I, I call bullshit because, trust me, I think Nick and Joe are making way more money than Kevin and Danielle way in their New more. Jersey home. Like, I believe that they all had a good year, but, like, there is no way that there's you no guys, way that they're just like collectively pulling in the same amount of money. I really do want to continue going. I'll just do a few more. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Cause this is just <laughs> oh fun. Number 21 is the chain smokers. So again, collectively Drew, number like who, who, do Drew and Alex like have to split it down the middle. Like I know does Drew <laughs> number, get more cause he's the hot one. Like <laughs> number yeah. 22 is Dr. Phil. Okay. 23 okay. is Ed Sheeran. 24 is Kevin Durant, who I've had a crush on since I was, oh, can't okay. remember. 25 okay, is my girl, T Swift. Let's stop 20... at 25. That's enough. That's enough. Read the rest Taylor's... of the list if you it's want to. I feel like Taylor Swift <laughs> and Ariana Grande are the only like music people that are in, I guess, Elton John, but that's like Kanye, that's too. But Kanye's, like, I feel like Kanye made a lot of money from Gap or Yeezy or whatever. Like, who cares about his music at this point? Whoa. <laughs> True. Whoa. Well, I Hot mean, take. his last album, he put out like a gospel album, which it is what it is. Pass. We don't have to talk about it. I didn't it. like it. Um, it brings us back to our original on conversation. This list really <laughs> surprise you? Or are you just like, yeah, okay, I knew they were rich. Or are you shocked? I guess. Someone- let's, let's keep it to the top 10. Yeah. I guess I'm surprised that Howard Stern is like, I wouldn't think of him being so high, but when I actually think about it, I'm like, okay, I'm sure he has like an incredible mega deal with whatever network. Like it's not actually shocking, but like, of course he makes so much money. I don't think I'm surprised by anyone in the top 10, to be honest, except the, the one I would be most surprised in, in who's in the top 10 is the rock, but that's it. I'm not surprised by the people, I guess more so just the order. I was surprised. It's interesting to me, like, because when I like the celebrities that I tend to think of are all like music people and actors and stuff. And it makes sense that a lot of athletes and some other like business, like radio TV type people probably make like more money annually. But it's interesting that like out of those 25 you listed, like there weren't a ton of like performer type people because, you know, mostly they're, they're not making like they don't have the contracts that athletes and stuff do i guess right Mm -hmm. and do you why do you think we're so fascinated by their wealth for me specifically with like (laughs) kylie i can't help but think not bad for a girl with no talent because (laughs) she makes makeup great people love her stuff but i mean other than that she's just like a a 20 something year old girl with a cute daughter It's hilarious to me that Kylie is at the top of the list because, as you may or may not recall, Forbes 
over the summer was putting out these articles about how they had like a web of lies and she wasn't actually a billionaire and all of this shady stuff about their business dealings. So it's like, maybe she hasn't been like a hundred percent upfront, but at the end of the day, she's still fucking rich. Like she's, she's also a few rich. hundred million dollars richer than the second person, which is Kanye. But I do have to say with Kylie though, I know she's young and she, yeah, it's, makeup it's still a job but she does an excellent job whether it be her or someone on her team but it is usually her videos of social media putting it on social media like she really does seem just as in my opinion passionate about what she does and that she wants to like continue to post about it like it is kind of interesting to see like people like us who do that as a job <laughs> trust like, me i could be passionate about millions. anything for 500 million dollars a year yeah i could true. i would put those fucking eyeshadow swatches on my arm right all on my day wrist. long <laughs> shoot um yeah I, I i just think it's fun to kind of know like especially because we don't always see kind of the the business behind these numbers that it's like okay like now I'm curious, like what Elton John has going on that he made all this money last year. So it's like, cause sometimes the person who had the biggest album or was in the biggest movie, like somebody else that you haven't thought of in a while might be the one kind of like, you know, behind the scenes wheeling yeah. and dealing. And I, I like to know what's going on. Right. <laughs> right. But I also just love money. Well, yeah. I'm going to go sulk about my lack of millions for the rest of the I think afternoon. Barry's going to go have a cocktail and hope her hives <laughs> go away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, t- where can they find Dana? Where can they find you? Oh, of course. Um, I'm on Instagram at dmichelle1l4es. And also be sure to follow When's Happy Hour and You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram at Barry Rosenfeld and also make sure to follow at Shop Betches as well. And you can find me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer and running at Bravo by Betches and listen to Barry and I on the Mention It All podcast Mondays, Thursdays and Fridays. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back next week. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Bye. Bye. Later. Batches.